You're wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. And it's Emmy time. Yay! One of the last remaining TV award shows. <laughs> yes, after they got rid of the Golden Globes. That's true. I was thinking about that. I was just putting this list together because usually you can sort of use the Golden Globes a little <laughs> bit to predict what might get nominated or win the Emmys. But yeah. this will be the last year we have, we're able to do that. <laughs> Yeah, and they didn't do a great job last year. So um, who knows? There might be some course correction happening here Mm -hmm. from voters not wanting to be associated with that mess. Yes, I definitely agree uh, on on that. It's also crazy that it's the Emmys because I feel like it doesn't seem like it was that long ago that we had the Emmys. And then it definitely feels like it snuck up on us because the Oscars were so late this year. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like looking at the list again, it's like, it's like, man, if this year didn't feel long enough, it's like we get to revisit a bunch of shows that feel like they were an absolute lifetime ago. Like some of these popped up. and I'm like, what? That came out last year. Like, what is this timeline? Yeah, because it's basically anything that came out since what, like last July. Yeah. So that's a long time <laughs> yeah. that we have. And the other thing that's crazy, I mean, that we'll get into it and discuss is because of the pandemic, lots of shows production schedules sort of got bumped around a bit. So there is not a lot of overlap from last year's Emmys. Like usually mm. there's a bunch of things that get nominated like repeatedly. That's and true. the vast majority of these shows were not nominated last year either <laughs> because they didn't have a season or because they're new or you know, there's only like, I think, three or four returners to the mix. But do you feel like, I feel like looking at this list, I was like, oh, wow, like, this isn't as bad as the Oscars were, you know, like, there seems like there's strong contenders here in a way that surprised me, because I felt like last year, we were just struggling to feel like there was anything good around. But I felt like TV didn't take as heavy as a hit. Well, yeah, definitely because they, I mean, they kept airing the stuff that they had made. They didn't save it all like mm-hmm. they did with the movies. Um, I, yeah, and I, I almost think that it's better that we didn't get a bunch of the like big budget stuff that would have come out like this spring, maybe that's the the sort of like heavy hitters, because then it did leave space for some smaller shows to sneak in there. You know, like like we didn't have Mrs. Maisel. We didn't have. No. Um, That's right. You know, That's why Dead I liked this list. We didn't have Succession. <laughs> we didn't. You know, there's like some right. of these shows that you know would have ate up a lot of nominations. No yeah. Better Call Skull. No Ozark. No Killing Eve. No Stranger Things. Just so the Crown. The Crown. The Crown. <laughs> right. So much. Well, yeah. That's also a thing this year. Is that truly? <laughs> I think people watched like six shows and they were like, "Well, we'll vote for every single actor who was in <laughs> yeah. this." amazing well how do you want to go through it i mean the emmys are the weird one where you have obviously the main show categories but you also have a ton of random weird stuff happening on the side from variety show to guest stars on a variety like whatever nonsense yeah i didn't really even look at most (laughs) of that stuff i just stuck with like the comedy limited series and dramas okay perfect Um, what do, which one of the three do you want to tackle first? Let's let's do um, limited. 
limited. Um, also, the thing with the Emmys is like the number of nomination nominees <laughs> for each award is strange. I think it has something to do with the number of people like submitted. Yeah. So for example, like limited series, there's five nominees, but like comedy and drama, there's more. Some of the supporting actor categories, there's like eight or nine nominations. So it's, it's a weird it's always a situation. But, okay, just starting at the top, limited series, we have I May Destroy You, Mayor of Easttown, The Queen's Gambit, The Underground Railroad, and WandaVision, which I feel like is a pretty solid list. Yeah. Um, I've seen everything. Well, I didn't finish I May Destroy You, but I've seen everything except uh, The Underground Railroad, which did you ever get around to? I haven't watched Underground, (laughs) and I also didn't watch Mayor of Easttown, but I will watch both of those soon. But I finished I May Destroy You, and I watched Queen's Gambit and WandaVision, obviously, because we did episodes on those, I think. Yeah. Um, No, I feel like it's a really strong category. I think um, most of the time these are kind of like weird and not maybe more prestigious than the average person wants to bother with. But I feel like this is interesting in that it could go either way, except... That Mayor of Easttown has the recency bias. I are we are we going to like pre- make our predictions for each of these? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, okay, a little competition and <laughs> yeah. see who wins. Um, you tra- you're tracking this, or should I? I can uh, I'll it. let you track it. Okay. okay, perfect. Um, yeah, this is. I feel like this category a lot of times has a bunch of stuff that truly no one has watched. And yes, this does have the underground railroad, but I feel like the other stuff on this list did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see WandaVision winning. I think it's just too like the fact that it's superhero-y. I just don't see. Yeah, they're too snobby for it. And I would say that I would, that I feel like the Queen's Gambit is maybe in that sweet spot of like a lot of people watched it and it's and it's prestigious enough. But I feel like some of the big people in it didn't get nominations, which is weird. Mm. I'm going to go with I May Destroy You. Okay. I feel like the fact that it didn't get nominated for the Golden yeah. Globes, people are, were upset about that. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, it's like comedy, but also really dramatic. It's prestigious. I yeah I think I'm gonna go with that yeah I I feel like it's a toss-up between I may destroy you and mayor of Easttown but I'm gonna go with mayor of Easttown because I think it was just like too popular too talked about and like with too big of names to not take win this because I think ultimately you still do have a very white voting base and it's a very comfortable place to vote for kate winslet and feel good about yourself like oh well how can you not you know and they i feel like they like to take credit for getting good enough tv shows that hollywood actors would deign to work in tv again well then i think that the best actress category in limited is also really interesting because it's basically like all of the leads of these shows yeah it's michaela cole elizabeth olsen Anya taylor joy kate winslet and then we have cynthia arrivo <laughs> in there randomly in the fifth slot um for genius aretha a show that like i've never did anyone of. watch that no yeah so i i feel like the question there then is like yeah if 
like, is it going to be like a sweep or are they going to try to kind of split it up a little bit? I feel like Michaela Cole should also win this category, but I could see Anya Taylor-Joy winning and I could also see Kate Winslet winning. The thing about the Queen's Gambit is it feels like two and a half years old. Like I, yes, I'm surprised that it made the cut for this one because I swear that came out at the beginning of COVID. (laughs) I think it came out last fall. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, time does not fly. And I feel like, yeah, I think the, I mean, I guess I May Destroy You was old. I think that's older, even older. Yeah. But it, it benefited from the conversation around the snub at the Golden Globes. So I feel like, I feel like Mary Town's going to take the overall limited series, but I think Michaela might swing in for best actress. Yeah, I'm going to say Michaela too. Okay, perfect. Then you have the weirdest category. I feel like the lead actor in a limited series is such a weird mess because Hamilton sneaks in again. Well, because it's limited series or TV movie. (laughs) And so technically Hamilton, I guess, counts as a TV movie. So we have lots of Hamilton nominees in these categories. So for this one, we have... Lin-Manuel and Leslie Odom Jr. for Hamilton. Then Ewan McGregor for Halston, which was another TV movie. Oh, yeah. And then Paul Bettany for WandaVision and Hugh Grant for The Undoing. I feel like this just speaks to the fact that all of the good limited series were female-led yes. this year. And so they were really, like, scrounging around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just... All respect for Hamilton, you know. I feel like the discourse has proven that it was... A benefit when it came out, but it it aged like sour milk. It's hard to really appreciate watching people of color kind of whitewash a history that now our country's reckoning with and being like, huh, maybe these guys don't deserve statues and <laughs> maybe we talk their goodness up too much while ignoring their badness. So I'd be very surprised if Hamilton got anything. I'm going with Hugh Grant, though, in The Undoing because I really liked him in it. And I feel like he did an excellent job in a pretty poor um, series. See, I feel like that is, I feel like you're sleeping on this situation because (laughs) Hamilton got so many nominees. It has three supporting actor nominations. It has two supporting actress nominations. Like clearly these people who are voting Mm. love Hamilton. And I feel like in some of these other categories, it's going to be easier to split the vote. Like the Hamil, like who are you voting for best supporting actor for Hamilton? Like, I feel like it could go a bunch of different ways, but everybody loves Leslie Odom Jr. He was just in the Regina King movie this past year. I I feel like he is going to win this category. Okay. I mean, you make a solid point, but I just, I, it's like an acting that he did three, four years, six years ago. I can't. Yeah, but I also don't think this is a strong category because I yeah. can't see WandaVision winning. I don't think that they're going to give it to Ewan McGregor. So then it's like, <laughs> it's Leslie Adam Jr. or Hugh Grant. And I just, and again, The Undoing didn't get very many nominations. It didn't get series nomination. But Nicole to your Kidman point, didn't it get a did nomination. get an acting nom. And so that meant that it stood out in a pretty messy series of like, wow, you know what? He did an excellent job of fooling us all. I don't. I don't think it stood out. I think it just, there wasn't anybody else to give this nomination to. <laughs> did you watch to. it though? No. I don't think you did. He did a really good job. Like I'll, I'll say that. I mean, I'm sure he did, he but I'm just not sure that he. Nicole Kidman. So credit okay. to him. Well, that's, so maybe he does, does deserve <laughs> to win it. 
But I'm I'm still sticking with um okay, okay. Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> Perfect. So then we get supporting actor, which has David Diggs, Anthony Ramos, and Jonathan Groff from Hamilton. Then we have Evan Peters from Mayor of Easttown, who I didn't even know was in Mayor of Easttown. Oh, we have yeah. Thomas Brody Sangster from The Queen's Gambit, who's like the boyfriend with the fedora. And then <laughs> Papa Esadu from I May Destroy You. And he was so good in that. Like, yeah. honestly, he deserves to win this. Yeah. I don't know if he will, but I feel like he could. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm like, I'm unsure of how to guess on this one because it feels like it could be one where they're like, oh, if we're not going to give you everything, like at least we'll give you this little handout. But I haven't seen it. So I don't know if it's like a stunning achievement that will sweep away an award from someone like Mayor of Easttown, which everyone really loved. and everyone Was Evan really Peters to. good in Mayor of Easttown? Yeah. I mean, I don't really know him from anything else. I mean, I like recognize him, but I couldn't like place him. And so I don't know if it was exceptionally good. I, I have weird feelings about Mayor of Easttown. I didn't think it was as good as everyone made it out to be. I thought it was like good, but everyone's like, wow, this is, oh, stunning acting all around. I was just like, I don't know. It's more like weird accents all around, but it's fine. So I ultimately decided on um, I May Destroy You as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that too. We'll see though. I, I feel like it's a gamble. <laughs> Yeah, it's dicey. I feel like this is either going to be a situation where they go in all in on I May Destroy You and it wins a bunch of this stuff or it wins like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be pretty funny, though, if Jonathan Groff is the only one to win anything from Hamilton. (laughs) LOL, LOL, LOL. (laughs) Bad look. I'm also sort of surprised. I mean, that. Okay, so neither of us watched The Underground Railroad, (laughs) but I'm surprised that it didn't. Where is it? it? that it didn't do better. I guess like it doesn't really have a lot of big names in it, Yeah. but it did get the series nomination and then no acting nominations. Yeah. So it's also weird that, I mean, we'll get into it, but obviously Lovecraft country was pitched as a multi-season, but now it's only one season. So it's sort of like, it seems like it could have been a standalone, but I guess they, they don't get to decide that. And, some sort of label they're getting. Well, I, th- I think you have to submit it at some point mm. as one or the other, and maybe the cancellation came later than yeah. the when they submitted it. Too bad. Because then, remember, like, Big Little Lies was submitted originally as a miniseries, and then oh, they had a second season of it, like, after. Cheaters. <laughs> so, tricky, tricky. Um, okay, supporting actress, we have, again... Renee Elise Goldsberry and Philippa Sue from Hamilton. We have Catherine Hahn from WandaVision. We have Moses Ingram from Queen's Gambit. Who, and I was like, who even is this? Like, who is the other person at Queen's Gambit? But I guess it's the friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we have Julianne Nicholson from Mayor of Easttown and Jean Smart, Smart from Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. I feel like this is between, honestly, Catherine Hahn and Jean Smart. I think Jean Smart gets a lot of love. I felt like she was whatever in Mayor of Easttown. She definitely is playing more of a comedy role in that show. So maybe that was, I mean, I don't know, refreshing in the show itself. But I feel like Catherine Hahn is going to take the win for WandaVision overall. (laughs) Yes, I think so too. I don't think WandaVision's winning anything else. I think this is all that it's going to win. Jean Smart is in Hacks, and I think she'll probably win for that. Mm. 
And yeah, the rest of this cast just or the rest of this category just really isn't doing anything for me. I'm yeah. really annoyed though that the that the best friend from I May Destroy You did not get nominated because mm. I honestly think that she is the best part of that show. And the fact that her two co-stars got in and she didn't, I was like, oh, this is annoying, especially when they're giving like double noms to Mayor of Easttown and <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, I respect that opinion. I haven't seen it, but I I should watch it. Yeah, you really need to finish it. It's very good. Yeah, it's just so heavy. It is. It really is. But there's also episodes that like aren't, are there, and there's moments that are. It's it's so well done. Yeah. And it's yeah, and and also the episodes are only a half hour, so it's like even though it's dark, you can sort of like, I don't know, you can like take your time with it, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, what yeah. I did. I wasn't like binging it, but um, yeah, okay. Anything else on limited series or should we go to drama or comedy? Let's do um, comedy. Mix it up. Perfect. Okay. This was, <laughs> th- this is weird. This is a weird category. Yeah. And I was like, uh, th- this is, I feel like the category that showed the most of like, okay, maybe we didn't have as good a stuff this <laughs> year as we normally do. It also felt like place fillers. Cause it was stuff that no one's thought of or talked about or cared about really. Well, and there's lots of things that gotten that like ha- were nominated of several years back, then didn't get yeah. nominated, and now are sort of back in the mix. Yeah. Um, so in for mi- comedy overall, we have Blackish, Cobra Kai, <laughs> Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, Hacks, The Kaminsky Method, Pen Fifteen, and Ted Lasso. And like Blackish did not get nominated last year, but now oh, it's wow. back again. Oh wow! Cobra Kai and Emily in Paris, I feel like are both like random shows on Netflix that uh, like people liked, but wouldn't normally be Emmy type shows. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel like this is obviously going to be Ted Lasso, even just looking at how Ted Lasso has swept literally everything it's been nominated for in every other award show possible. And I'm all for it. I think it is the strongest show here by a long shot. So I guess everyone else gets to say it's nice to be nominated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this is definitely Ted Lasso and it's not close. Yeah. <laughs> not even for Emily in Paris. You're not holding out hope for uh, a sweep there. I do love Emily in Paris and I would say <laughs> yes, definitely. Except for Emily didn't get nominated. Lily Collins <laughs> didn't get a lead actress. So it's like, okay, she's well, not good. How it? dare you? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? N- none of them got nominated, which I was like, yeah frustrating not the not the french waiter not the (laughs) not the like love triangle girlfriend i forget how bad that show is and then you remind me um they were they're shooting season two right now and i know you best believe i'll be watching that i'm glad you finally watched ted lasso though did it live up to the hype because i i'm only like i'm only like halfway done so far um so i'm you know it's my like lunch show so i'm watching you know i watch it an episode of just like it fills that like Schitt's Creek sized hole in your heart where people are just like allowed to be happy and good. And it's just so It really does have that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I'm glad to see it rocking this um, Emmys nom so much. I also like that this year the Emmys nominations for comedy are mostly like comedy comedies yeah where a lot of times you get these sort of like dramedy type things in here and really aside from the flight attendant i feel like the rest of these are pretty much straight comedies yeah no that's fair it's not like they Um, try to stick bridgerton in here right yes 
<laughs> which though, honestly you know. <laughs> sort of shocking yeah that they didn't <laughs> um so then for comedy best i guess actress um oh i lost it we got A.D. Bryant for Shrill. Oh, yeah. Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant. Allison Janney for Mom. Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. And Gene Smart for Hacks. And this is where I feel like Gene Smart will probably win. Because yeah. Ted Lasso doesn't have anything in this category. Gene Smart is doing the most, like, dramatic comedy actress mm. performance. And really just, like, chews up that show. Have, did you watch Hacks? I haven't watched it yet. It's so good. I feel like okay. you would like it too. Okay. Um, the yeah. only thing is, is that I really love the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I think it's so fun. And I do feel like Kaylee Cuoco did a really good job in it. So I'm, I sort of feel bad that I think that it's a really great show and that it's not going to win anything <laughs> because it's up against Ted Lasso and hacks, which I feel like sort of like cut it off at the knees from both sides. And hacks is new, right? Yeah. Hacks yeah. is new. Yeah, because this this list here feels messy. Like, I mean, blackish. Like, it's like go home. Like, uh, yeah, mom, yeah, mom. Even shrill. I'm like, this is season three. I haven't heard anyone talk about it. But congrats to you. So she could. Kaylee might be able to pull through. But I think it's just like I didn't hear nearly as many people talk about the flight attendant as I have heard talk about hacks. Also, hacks got more nominations than the flight attendant yeah. did. I'm sort of surprised that the Pen15 girls didn't get in for this category. Yeah, they don't like them. I feel like, have they been nominated in the past? No, but they got the comedy nomination. And, like, I'm surprised they didn't beat out Tracy Ellis Ross and Mom. (laughs) Like, those two feel like, like, where are those votes coming from? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Or even they should have done, I mean, did they get any other nominations? Maybe supporting... I bet they got some writing nominations, (laughs) but no, I don't think they got any supporting acting nominations. For the mean girl, she did a great job, really acted. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Lead actor, again, is just like a a, kind of like a shitty category, (laughs) I feel like. We got Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Michael Douglas for Kaminsky Method, (laughs) William H. Macy for Shameless, Kenan Thompson for Kenan. I don't even know what that is. I know. And then Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. So, like, obviously yeah. this is Jason Sudeikis. Like, yeah. done and done. So happy for him. Mm-hmm. Yes. T- take your trophy. Don't smoke before the ceremony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or do. You know, he was... Or do, yes. He was yes. having a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so then for best actor, so supporting actor, yes. we've got a lineup that is has three Ted La- four Ted Lasso people and I was I was sitting there like which like who like who even in I mean obviously like I like the <laughs> you cast don't know but the I was names. like yeah. right but I was like I don't know who these people are and also I don't know like I don't feel like there's one supporting person in that show that really like jumps out at me among right. like the coach and the soccer player and the that really like well, that's you haven't deserves finished. a spot yeah oh does somebody like sort of make a break for it in the back half of the season. <laughs> I mean, I think the beauty of the show is that the characters really build on themselves. And so by the end, I I think the problem, well, like looking at this lineup is that they're just going to split votes left and right because everyone has their favorite. Like for me, I feel like by the end of it, Roy has shown the most range and proven himself as like 
the actor to follow Jason Sudeikis, um, Brett Goldstein, um, who plays like the hardened, grumpy, (laughs) old soccer star. And so that's where my love is. But then a lot of people love Coach Beard, who's played by Brendan Hunt. And I could also see it going to him. But I just feel like there's too many things happening here. And I was like, why are there so many supporting actor nomination spots? I think because it has to do with the num the total number of people like submitted in this category. Oh, okay. So obviously every comedy is going to have like three or four right. at the very least people who could get this. So that's why there's so many spots. Okay. But like, yeah, then the other people you have Paul Reiser for the Kaminsky method, and it's like I <laughs> like that keeps getting nominated, but I feel like it never, never met wins anyone anything. Anyone who's seen it, right? And how then, is it existing? I don't get it. I don't, and I don't know how it cracked this lineup. Really, yeah. you have Carl Clemens Hopkins for Hacks, who is fine in it, but like doesn't really have that much to do. And I feel like that's more of just oh, we love Hacks, so let's nominate him. And then you have Keenan and Bowen Yang for SNL. <laughs> so I honestly feel like so this weird. could be Bowen Yang's win. Oh, that's really? who I am voting. Do you for. think because everyone loves him so much, or because every other vote will be split on Ted Lasso characters? I think the Ted Lasso votes are split. I can't see people really getting going out for hacks or the Kaminsky method yeah. on this category. So I feel like that 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 then leaves Keenan, who's been nominated a ton of times, and Bowen Yang, who has been very like consistent. I feel like there's been lots of good press regarding him recently. Yeah. Um, he got a lot of viral moments this season. He's gay. He's Asian. You know, it's like he's bringing different things that SNL doesn't normally right deal with so i feel like this could be his year and also snl people win these categories fairly often like oh really like um well kate mckinnon has won it several times Mm. so i feel like bowen yang as sort of the next rising star like could steal this yeah that that makes sense i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to brett goldstein though we'll see (laughs) he plays roy in ted lasso so I I have a soft spot for him, but um, I can totally see your logic there. So I wouldn't be surprised. And then for supporting actress, we have two more Ted Lasso people and Juno Temple and Hannah Waddingham. Mm -hmm. And then three more SNL people with A.D. Bryant, Kate McKinnon, and Cecily Strong. And then we have the random entrance of Hannah Einbinder in Hacks and Rosie Perez in The Flight Attendant. So what do you think? Because I haven't seen Hacks or the flight attendant really (laughs) i feel like that well i haven't seen all of ted lasso yet so like obviously there's a lot of love for ted lasso here and there's only two characters and i feel like i've seen a lot more of hannah waddingham like in the promotional and stuff so and she's sort of like a more like a more major character so i feel like this could be hers to win if it's like a ted lasso thing but Hannah Einbinder is basically the main character of Hacks and mm. is very good in it. And I feel like if they like Hacks, they could give it to her. She She's not splitting the vote with anybody here. So, it would make sense, I think, if she won. So I think that's who I'm going to guess. Okay, perfect. Because I said Hannah, so <laughs> we can't agree on something. That's just not Well, we'll vibe. just pick different Hannahs. Yeah. <laughs> perfect representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is there a... I know there's like the well no that's different because they have like guest actor but that's not for yeah they, all of these categories have guest actor and guest actress but right 
But yeah, those okay, are like okay. people who just show up randomly. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Ted Lasso has a couple more nominations in that. Yeah, they do. Poke around. <laughs> okay, well, should we move on to drama? Drama. Yes. And again, this is another weird category where you can feel like, okay, we're, we're missing some of the usual <laughs> yeah. heavy hitters here. <laughs> The nominees are The Boys, which is that superhero show, Bridgerton, The Crown, The Handmaid's (laughs) Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, (laughs) and This Is Us. It's really just such a mix. You know, it's fun to see Bridgerton on there. I don't know why that is. Uh, I would argue, I mean, Bridgerton compared to Emily in Paris, I guess... I mean, I think Bridgerton is worse than Emily in Paris. <laughs> but that's because you have a soft spot for trash TV. Right. But Emily in Paris so is a bad. comedy and at least is like kind of goofy. Bridgerton as a drama. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. weird to see it right next to the okay. crown. It's like, yes. okay. <laughs> it's like Bridgerton, the crown and the handmaid's like the tale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know. I, honestly, they must be surprised. Like, I, I feel like I did not see that coming, and I even was prepared for an Emily in Paris nomination. But Bridgerton just felt like such a forgetting, forgettable, like, teen drama. Like, it, it's all about oh. a guy who likes to pull out. Like, it's so weird. Also, I think that Bridgerton didn't get Golden Globe nominations. Yeah, no, no, or if no, it not did, at all. Yeah. So it's, again, weird that the Emmys, which are usually a little bit more prestigious, would give them Or, well, was Bridgerton Bridgerton eligible for Golden Globes? I think so. Because it didn't come out this year? Bridgerton came out at Christmas. Oh, okay. Oh, man. (laughs) Time. Um, (sighs) I mean, this, I feel like, is an easy category. It's going to be the crown. Oh, really? See, I was hoping that they were going to, like, prove that they're woke and not, like, the Golden Globes and go for, like, Pose. Oh, I mean, I, I haven't know. seen Pose. <laughs> I haven't either. I feel like and I really want to. Yeah. That's I also, feel like, that's. Yeah, I feel like people have been talking about it. They've been really respecting the storylines there. They've been saying that people are sleeping on it, like, too much. And and the clips that I've seen have, like, proven that it's, like, a well-produced, well-acted, well-scripted show. And I feel like, you know, The Crown's been, like, around. It's, like, what, season six or something? It's season four. Okay, wow. But (laughs) season three of The Crown, which was nominated last year, didn't win very much stuff. But season four has been a juggernaut. Like, everybody Mm. was talking about it. It won lots of stuff at the Golden Globes and, like, the SAG Awards. Also, yeah, it's the Princess Diana. It got lots of acting nominations, lots of, like, tech nominations. And also there's the thing where the cast switch over every two years. So it's people who, like, won't be eligible again. Um, I mean, Pose ended, so those people also won't be eligible again. But I feel like it will go to the crown and maybe Pose will get a win in one of the acting categories or something. That makes sense. But I'm going to stick with Pose, uh, you know, the underdog. So, (laughs) I mean, I think it's fair. It's it's either Pose, the crown or Handmaid's Tale. The rest of these are, it's like embarrassing to be here. The Handmaid's Tale is absolutely mediocre this last season. I watched the whole thing. I honestly. But it got a lot of nominations. Uh, I know, but Yes. But I think they were somebody just, likes someone it. Someone had to fill it in. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I did not enjoy that season, but that's for a, another day, I guess. Are you watching the new season? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. It finished. It ended. Oh, okay. Was it good? I thought it was... I mean, it was better than season three, but the bar was so low at that point. I feel like okay. it's just like really painful to watch it now. Okay. Hmm. That being said, a lot of people liked that it finally moved past Gilead a little bit and she escaped to... Uh, Canada, but honestly, it's just like, what? It is a mess. Yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> no, I watched the first season, which was good, but then everybody was like, nah, yeah. after that. So. Season one, I rewatched go back. After, season, after season four of Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, wow, that is a totally different superior show in every single way. Well, the first season is based on the book, which I yeah. feel like is part of it. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Um, But anyways, lead actress in a drama. We obviously have Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale. We got Olivia Colman and Emma Corrin for The Crown. We have MJ Rodriguez for Pose, Journey Smollett for Lovecraft Country, and Uzo Aduba for In Treatment. I'm glad they're giving giving some love to Lovecraft Country because it it went uh, unnominated in Golden Globes, kind of disappeared, then it got canceled, but I feel like it's nice to see it here. I just don't know if it'll win. I don't know if it can win when it's got canceled already. I feel yeah. like people are like, eh, there's not that much momentum. Yeah. I I would say, so this is where I think Pose ha- sort of has a chance because, so we have Olivia Coleman and Emma Corrin both in this category for The Crown and they're both really good. And I could easily see them splitting votes because they're both, doing a lot and people seem to really like that but i think that okay if 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 you're a stuffy old white voter you're probably voting for the crown if you're more (laughs) like hip i feel like then you're voting for mj rodriguez for pose because that's like a trans actress um it's a show that's up and coming it's just finished its last season which i think people were really high on and i just don't see a lot of other competition there coming for that sort of like yeah from that sector so i could see maybe like the majority of people who are voting for the crown splitting the votes and then mj winning so maybe i'll vote for her yeah that's who i voted for but if not i think it'll go to olivia coleman because she's just a crowd favorite she does the cute speeches everyone's like eager to see her around awards shows so but she lost at the Golden Globes to Emma Corrin. Although the Golden Globes oh, really? love a like, young person. So, oh, I'm, Emma Corrin. She plays Diana. Diana. Mm. <laughs> also, I think she might have just come out as like non-binary or something. Mm. Emma Corrin. <laughs> I, you know, I tried to get into that show and I did not get into it. So, <laughs> I would hope that MJ gets some love here. Um, but I, I think it'll be a toss up between her. Really? What were you watching Shelby? Because I feel like you weren't <laughs> watching the shows that I would think that you'd be watching. And then you weren't watching the shows that I would. I think told you, you I was revisiting like nostalgia was my friend through the pandemic and through quarantine and, and okay. staying at home. I was rewatching new girl. I was watching, you know, movies. It was a lot of, wow, there's nothing good out there. And I don't want to watch things that remind me of that. So I'll just revisit old favorites. <laughs> Speaking of things that are not good, we have another best actor lineup that is weak, (laughs) I think. We have Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, a perennial, but like at this point, I feel like sort of a (laughs) has-been. Jonathan Majors for Lovecraft Country, which is 
canceled. We have the Bridgerton <laughs> guy. We have Billy Amazing. Porter from Pose. We have <sighs> Matthew Reese from Perry Mason, a show that truly I think I no one watched. And then we have Josh O'Connor for The Crown. I think it's Josh O'Connor. See, I think I, feel like I think winning. Jonathan Majors is going to represent for Lovecraft. I think he's having a moment right now. He's on the cusp of like big things. And I think it'd be a good time to celebrate him and also give a nod to a show that was well reviewed and respected as it came out. I think he'd be an easy win. I, I really enjoy his presence and his aura. See, I feel like that if they're going to give something to Lovecraft Country, they're going to give it to Michael K. Williams in Supporting Actor because there's not as much competition in that category, I think. That's fair. I'm going to hold out hope for it. This is why I always lose at these guessing games because I just want my favorites to win. (laughs) Okay, so you're saying Jonathan Majors. I'm saying saying Josh O'Connor. O'Connor. Freaking Mm -hmm. boring. Okay, whatever. Philip or whatever. Prince Racist. Charles. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know that he was Asking the one who said the thing about the baby. Dark the baby's going to be. We don't know that that was Season him. Season five coming your way. <laughs> okay, best supporting actor. I'm going for Michael K. Williams for Lovecraft Country. But we also have three different people from The Handmaid's Tale. Which I, I know, was like ridiculous. I was like, there's three men in The Handmaid's Tale? Then we have... We have some guy from This Is Us, don't know who that is, some guy from Perry Mason, some random person from The Mandalorian, and then <laughs> Tobias Menzies from The Crown, who plays Prince Philip. But that's sort of like the least showy role, and I feel like I don't think he'll win. So yeah. I feel like this is a category that Michael K. Williams could easily win. People like him. Yeah. People, if they like Lovecraft Country, I feel like this is where they'd vote for that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a pretty weak category to begin with, but he's also a pretty popular character and character arc in that show for sure. Mm-hmm. And then we have Best Supporting Actress, which is honestly maybe the most baffling category in the list because we have three people for The Crown, four people from The Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> and then one person from Lovecraft Country. And... I just, it's like, oh, like Emerald Fennell is nominated for the crown and she's in like maybe two episodes. Like she's not <laughs> even, like she's not even a supporting enough character to be supporting. Like the fact that she's on this list is like, was there no other shows aside from Handmaid's Tale and the crown that came out this year that you could like find a woman in? Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. yeah I mean, even looking at Lovecraft Country, I thought, um, the sister would get a little love. Um, I thought they could feasibly give it to the creepy white girl. Um, but Hippolyta was Who a is character. this that won? Hippolyta. She's like the the mom. She has the whole... Did you watch it? I only watched the first two episodes. Okay. So, so I think that she must not have been in there, she's really. She's the wife of the like nice father figure who dies in like the first... Or second episode. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. She had mm-hmm. a big episode um, towards the end of the <clears throat> season where she lived through all these different lives, like as if as like a, a warrior queen and then like a dancer, and it was just her like it, it was a big moment. Like I think she. It sounds kind of watchmany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be happy if she won, but I feel like it'll go to some. I, I guess I don't know the crowd favorite for the crown, but I'm I'm drawn towards Helena Bonham Carter. 
I think it'll be go to Gillian Anderson oh, okay. or Gillian Anderson because she plays Margaret Thatcher and she's doing a lot. And I also think that she uh, might have won the yes, Golden Globe. The accent. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that then too. I'll just copy uh, you. It's yeah, fine. go for it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's my prerogative. I feel like we have pretty good takes. Yeah. I feel like yeah. And think, you know, looking smart. at this list, it like. It, it it makes me excited. I feel like it's a good lineup, even though there's some weird ones and there's like a lot of a lack of diversity. You know, there's a lot of repeat noms, but it, it makes me excited to see how the night goes. Well, between I May Destroy You and Pose and Lovecraft Country, I feel like you have a fairly diverse group of people who like could potentially win um i mean and granted then you have like hacks and the crown which are probably more like and mayor of east town which are more of your like normal emmy nominations but it feels like there's a little bit more of an openness here yeah i'm just i'm just again we haven't watched the underground railroad (laughs) but i'm sure that it's great and i feel like i am so frustrated that they dropped it all at once Mm. because i think that was the stupidest decision and it shot them in the foot and like that it just died on the vine because of that. I think there's also kind of a pushback from people who didn't know the source material where they're like, I can't handle another slave story. Um, which, you know, is a fair criticism of what art gets But I made. think it's also a criticism of I can't handle 10 hours yeah, yeah. of a slave story. You know, yeah. I think if the first episode had come out and people had been like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. Like the acting, whatever people would have been like, okay, I can watch one hour of a slave story and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Just once a week, you know, get into it. Um, yeah. It's sort of like, it feels overwhelming to attempt now too, just cause it sounds, I don't know, depressing. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it before the <laughs> Emmys. I'm going to make, I made a list of the shows that I that got nominated that I haven't seen that I want to finish. Yeah. And it's like Underground Railroad. I need to finish Ted Lasso. I need to finish Lovecraft Country. And then I want to watch Mare of Town and Pose. I feel mm. like that's doable. Yeah, right? that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll be you interested watch to hear I how you, you feel about. Yeah, I know. I need to. I'll be and you should watch Hacks. I feel like feel those are the things Mare you should watch. Town. Okay. That was one. Yeah. That's like yeah. last on my list. So honestly, we might not get to that. But yeah, we'll see. It's, you know, character choices. Uh, there's a lot going on. It's interesting. It feels different I feel than like, other comps, you know? Like, it's not technically a straightforward, like, whodunit mystery. I need to watch Underground Railroad because I love that book. And also, I just, I feel like I need to. And I feel like I owe it to my people to watch Pose. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those take priority, you know? Yeah, this is yes. just another mm-hmm. tortured white detective yes so Mm -hmm. yeah and is it and i i feel like um what what was the show with tony collette last year that was the um the detective the sexual assault case oh yeah yeah the um un unbelievable oh yeah unbelievable Unbelievable. yeah that was so good that i'm a little bit like okay why are we still doing like detective like, like this is a very different vibe i'll tell you that much <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it is <laughs> uh, but yeah no i i'll be curious that was one that was okay. very popular you know everyone was talking about yes it. um mm-hmm. lots of people liked it i just feel like it's yeah uh, it's interesting 
might be okay. the end of an era. <laughs> I think we, I feel like we though have a good grasp on this because lots of years I think we come into the nominations when there's a lot of things that we're like, oh yeah, neither of us have seen that or <laughs> yeah. even thought about seeing it. And this I feel like most of this stuff one of us has seen. Yeah, a hundred percent. So congratulations to us. We're, yeah, we're the, even the more pandemic. <laughs> yes, the pandemic did a really nice job of making sure we spent had lots <laughs> yeah. of time to watch the Queen's Gambit and Emily oh, in Paris oh, and bless us. WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Truly three shows that I would not have watched except for that we covered them for the podcast. Yeah, so. and you ended up loving at least one of them. So mm-hmm. you're welcome. Uh, okay, well, we will be back. I think, I guess I haven't talked to you about this yet, but Uh-oh. next week that weird, um, so the Snake Eyes movie comes out. The like G.I. Joe spinoff or whatever with Henry Golding, which I feel like is the conventional sort of like uh, whatever choice. But then also the weird new M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old, comes out about like that (laughs) cove where people are aging. And I'm sort of like, I feel like that might have some fun stuff to talk about in. Maybe it's time to do another um, uh, two part, like I mean a two movie episode, like Captive State and the five feet apart captive staying five feet apart oh gosh just the just the, really the double the whammy operas. bottom feeders yeah. yes <laughs> well, there might be is there not something else is jungle cruise not out or something no jungle cruise is the following week okay well, we'll unfortunately see how it goes. <laughs> uh, okay well this was great i'll talk to you next week um you guys can follow us on social media, follow us on Patreon, buy merch, leave a review, send me an email. Options. Yes. So many ways to connect. Follow me on my, you know, personal Twitter. <laughs> Just tell okay, people that I'm okay. funnier than Shelby. You know, this whatever. Up, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.